hour number two on the Bill Michaels Show. Good to have you. Um, I had an email earlier today, and I, I read it in the first hour. So if you're just joining us, uh, welcome into everybody on the network. We certainly appreciate you being here. And everybody over on the live stream as well, since we got the, all the sound issues all kind of worked out right away. So good stuff. Uh, which was really weird because everything was working perfect before we went on the air. And then all, all of a sudden we went on the air and just, boom, just couldn't, uh, couldn't get it done. So anyway, um, that being said, is this game, if you think of it two different ways, one is that you don't believe the Packers are going to have a shot at the postseason, so they've got to get some good wins. How big of a game is this considering, now let me make the case for it, last year the Lions beat the Packers in an ugly affair over at Ford Field. Aaron Rodgers after the game says we shouldn't have lost to that team. They took offense to that. They then came in after the Packers went on the win streak, and the Packers needed a win to get in. Everything fell into place. All the Packers had to do was beat the Lions, and the Lions, beat the, on a very cold night, beat the hell out of the Green Bay Packers physically, and then after the game went after Rodgers saying, yeah, we're, you just lost to that team. And they, they, were, they were angry about it. They never forgot about that. This year, we wait to see if the Lions are ready to run or if they're going to go back to being a Lions. They started to show a resurgence. Their Super Bowl last year was beating the Green Bay Packers and knocking the Packers out of the postseason. This year they came in, and they out-physicaled and dump-trucked the Packers at home. Their fans took over Lambeau Field. Packers fans were bitching about that. They were bitching about the team. I mean, it just, you know, the, 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 the Lions came in and just punched the Packers, right? Okay. So the Packers have put together back-to-back better performances. You're starting to see a few signs that maybe things are going to, you know, kind of head back towards the tracks. But in addition to that, the Packers do, if you look at the standings, because the NFC is just so wide open, the Packers are the first team on the outside looking in. Can you believe it? At four and six. They're the first team on the outside looking in, right behind the Vikings. Could the Packers go in and, and with as banged up as they are, steal one, and then against the lackluster of talent down the road? Now, they've got Kansas City still coming in a week from Sunday. But could they steal one, get just that tad bit of cushion, beat the Giants, beat the Buccaneers, beat the Bears? I don't know if they're going to get the Vikings or not, but they'd have the Vikings. Could they maybe find themselves pressing towards a postseason if they could steal one in Detroit? How big of a game is this in your eyes? Um, Will says we're going to get out coached in this game. Matt LaFleur is not a game adjuster. He doesn't have the ability to call a game. I'm sick of hearing, as he says. Uh, he says, I'm sick of hearing uh, how they battled only to watch this coaching staff prevent their success, simplify everything, and let them rip, open up the offense. Um, if Detroit gets turnover happy, the Packers need to score touchdowns. They'd have a shot, Scott says. 
Uh, Rick says KC looks mortal, so a win Thursday could change perspective. Um, and then kind of go from there. And Brandon says no, they're not gonna not gonna win this game. This one from Scott, who says this is the game of the year for the Packers, do or die, but still six after it. I don't think it's do or die, but I think in 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 many ways this is is a big deal. This is a big deal for the Green Bay Packers. I don't think it is their, you know, I think it's their biggest game. Regardless of what happens the rest of the season, I think this one is their biggest game. Because if they get punched in the mouth and they go back to looking bad, then the last two weeks people are going to say, well, look, you beat a bad Chargers team. You you played better against a, well, now an inept Pittsburgh team that has failed miserably. They just fired their offensive coordinator. You know, they just – you can make all the excuses in the world, you know. So, you can make all the excuses in the world. See what happens. If this – if, indeed, they get punched in the mouth. But if they play better in this game, maybe they cover the spread, seven and a half, yeah. You know, suddenly you start feeling a little bit different about the Green Bay Packers. But I want your opinion. Uh, Alex says, hey, Bill, uh, some of the info leads me to believe that the Packers can make the playoffs. According to PFF, Seattle has the fourth hardest remaining schedule, and the Vikings have the 16th hardest remaining schedule. The Packers beat the Vikings, and Seattle falters. The door then becomes wide open. I'd agree with that. You, I, I think a lot of this starts starts Thursday. You know, what we've seen and the incremental betterment of this team, offensively speaking, what we've seen, um, I, I think we're looking for validation. That might be the best way to put it, is you're not looking for this big win or the Packers just steamroll. What you're looking for is just validation. Like what you've seen the last couple of weeks that made you raise an eyebrow and go, oh, wait a minute. Maybe there is some there there that you're looking for validation of that. Because now if they can do it against a good team that wants to deliver the knockout blow to you again, then you can say, okay, there's something there. There's something there. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Let's go with the phone calls. Let's talk to our buddy Russ listening to us in Green Bay. Russ, how you doing today, man? What's up? I'm doing great despite the lousy weather that I'm driving in right now. But um, I was on uh, yeah, I was interested in what you were talking about, and you kind of hit on the head some of the things I was thinking about. I don't know that it's uh, you know a do or die if they if they lose, but I agree with you. You want to? I I want to see the continuous improvement. I want to see them play well, and if they play well, then there's always a chance because you just never know what on any given Sunday. You know, maybe the Lions could have an off day. They they've had a couple of those where they weren't maybe quite as superior as they looked when we played them earlier in the year. So I, to me, I just want them to play well. And then, you know, that's something, even if they don't make the playoffs this year, which I'm kind of thinking they're not going to, but a success over the Lions, for one thing, would be a team that LaFleur has never beaten or a coach that LaFleur has never beaten yet in the division. So I think mm-hmm. that would be huge for the coaching staff. And I like the other caller or the, email or whatever said before i'm tired of hearing lafleur say he's got a coach better i mean he's at the point now where he should be coaching better but i think if we just play well and don't embarrass ourselves on national tv then to me that's uh 
I don't say moral victory, but that's a positive in my opinion. Yeah, when you talk about Matt LaFleur saying he needs to coach better, I mean, even the end of that ball game the other day when he got relatively conservative, he talked about it again, about how the defense bad out, bailed out his conservative play calling and how he uh, he said that they bailed me out, I went too conservative, and that's on me, and talked about the back-to-back drives in which the defense kind of helped him out. So, no, I agree with you. I, I, I completely agree that it's it's the play calling for Matt LaFleur and the week in and week out saying it's on me. Uh, at some point, you know, you got to say, no, it's, it's, I caught all the right plays. Everything was in place. And if you lose, it's because of the execution or because they beat you, not because of ineptitude via the coaching staff. You know what I mean? I agree. All right, bud. Breaking up a little bit. I'll let you go. Appreciate the phone call. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Peter says, no way. No way in capital letters the second time. He says, no way they're going to go into Ford Field and knock off the Lions. I hope they play a little bit better, but the Lions are far more physical and they have more to play for than the Green Bay Packers do. I would be surprised if the Packers even score 14 points. That is from Peter. Peter, appreciate the email. Uh, Seth says, hey, Bill, I like the attitude and it makes me hopeful. However, reality is going to sink in and Dan Campbell's team is going to punch the Green Bay Packers in the face. They did it the first time. They'll do it again. This is a far more physical team, and the one attribute that Matt LaFleur does not have is a physical team. Never has, never will. There you go. And uh, that's from Seth. Seth, appreciate the email. Let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to our buddy Gerard listening to us in Delaware. Gerard, how you doing today, man? Hey, Bill. Um, you know, I was looking at some things, and, I'm, and you know, you're talking about what improvement that – you want this team to show. And I want them to see, I want this guy to throw deep outs. I want to see certain passes that he's going to make. Like he's like, we always talk about the deep ball. I want to see him start to complete some of those and throw it earlier and throw it a little deeper and not, not be hesitant on these things. So that's the kind of improvement I want to see out of him. But I was looking at now we have to think, Savage, a first-round pick. Dylan, a second-round pick. And DeGora, a third-round pick, are probably not even going to be with the team next year. Think about that. Mm-hmm. So, And then, you, you know, I was looking at the free agency list. So I'm saying, what do they really need? <clears throat> and the whole thing, your last, I think your last call or everything, say physicality. They're, they, they're not a physical team. Some players are a little physical, but they're not mentally physical. And that's brought on, in my opinion, by the coaching staff. If you notice the Eagles, they impose impose their will. A lot of times Kansas City imposes their will. And other teams that are in the championship hunt impose their will. This team doesn't. And that's what really bothers me. So I was saying, what do we need? Now, you look at Tampa Bay. They have two major free agents possibly coming up if they don't franchise them, Evans and Whitfield. I don't know if I want a big-time wide receiver because I, I don't want somebody that have to get 80 to 100 balls and take all those balls away from these young receivers we have next year. But I'm looking at Whitfield, Antonio Whitfield, a safety. If they don't franchise him and sign him, that's the guy I'm going to target because they need a veteran. Well, he's a young guy, too. And he's a talented player. So that's the kind of guy I would target, you see. So that's the things I'm mm-hmm. looking at now. And, and, and do I want him to improve incrementally? Do I want, really want him to win? No, I don't, I have to be honest, because I want the high pick. 
I, if they get out of the top five pick, I want the, the left tackle from Notre Dame. That kid is a stud. Absolutely a stud. Okay? So these are the things that I'm looking at now. So that, you know, that's what matters to me. I can't say it for everybody or you or whatever. And anybody that keeps saying that you about criticizing love, every criticism you made of love, in my opinion, is accurate. I totally agreed with you all the way. Do I want love to be better? Do I want him to be the, the greatest thing since sliced bread? Of course I do. But you have to see his weaknesses in order for him to say you want him to improve. So that's the way I look at it, Bill. Yeah. And if I don't talk to you Thursday, uh, you have a really happy Thanksgiving. All right, bud. You too, man. And thanks for calling. Appreciate it as always. That's our buddy Gerard listening to us in Delaware. So I want to expound upon that. Billy says, as I sat there and was listening to Gerard, uh, he says, if we lose Thursday, will everybody stop talking about Jordan Love as the quarterback of the future? He isn't. How many years are we willing to wait for a guy whom has worked in the building for four years to improve? Why is improving an okay word to use on a guy whom has been on the job for four years? Being there and studying is different than seeing the defenses and seeing what defenses are going to throw at you. What we have seen now is improvement. I don't know what that means. Uh, Do I see him throwing with a little more authority and a little bit better ball? At times, yes. Gerard touched on it. We still know the, the, the shortcoming is the downfield game. It, you know, now, the, the one thing, this is weird, but, uh, you know, Pro Football Focus posted, posted this. Jordan Love has 18 completions this year that have gained 30-plus yards. It's the most in the NFL. But the downfield game is what's lacking. He's thrown a lot of intermediate balls and put it in the hands of playmakers and given them the opportunity to pick up the extra yardage, and that's fantastic. But – it's a little misleading because you make it look as if he's throwing these 30, 40 yard downfield lob passes that guys are running under and he's, he's just been spectacular. If he was hitting on four out of 10, 40% of the downfield balls that have been the 50, 50 balls or deep balls, that statistic would change dramatically, dramatically. So, I, I saw that, and, and, and Grant sent me that, and Pro Football Focus posted that, and that's that's great. And it's another, like, little feather in the cap. You see, you know, you kind of build some things off of it. But I still I, – I, the one area that I need to see is the deliverability of the ball on a rope to a tight window downfield. That's what I want to see. These easy, soft, high lob passes – those are timing patterns, man. You just have to have a feel for it, like where your guy is going to be. And the problem has been is that he hasn't thrown it deep enough. Guys have outrun the run the pass. So <clears throat> I, that's what I want to see. That's the area in his game that is, is, is glaringly lacking. Everything else, it's been good, not great, but it's been good. But the downfield game, the, the placement, the ball placement at times, has not been as consistent as you would like. But other than that, he's gotten better. You know, he's, he has gotten better. 877-867-1670, 877 867 
1670. If you want to give us a shout, go ahead and do it. We would love to hear from you. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael show coming up. Hey, uh, Rally Point is going to open up this weekend. Uh, it is, it's going to be an awesome place right there at the uh, music venue behind Steel Tank Brewing on Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc, right behind the Exonia Bank. And they're open for lunch today, all the way through Sunday. Now, uh, they're going to be closed on Thanksgiving, obviously, but they pop it open back again. And the music begins this weekend. The music is finally going to be blaring and loud and cranking and kick-ass as the big new music venue, Rally Point, opens up behind Steel Tank Brewing, coming up this weekend on Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc, right off of 67 behind the Exonia Bank. you got to stop out and check it out and tell Dave, a veteran, by the way, that we all said hi and we appreciate it. We'll talk to uh, – we'll, well, we'll keep talking to you. Let's do this. We'll take more phone calls when we come back. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everybody's buzzing about Quick Trip's possibly pilfered potatoes. We have them priced so low, some say they're illegal. Swipe potato fries, potatoes ill-gotten, stash browns. Come on, these are not hot potatoes. But it is a quick hot savings. You might say it's a steal. No, don't say that. 99 cents for a five-pound bag. Five pounds of potatoes under a dollar? What a heist. A perfect score for those large meal gatherings. Quick trip. We got your taters covered. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Cold weather is upon us. I had some work done at uh, my house yesterday, and I had a new uh, frame that had uh, been damaged long before I ever bought the house uh, on the side by the garage door. I had that replaced yesterday. I had the stripping, the weather stripping on the bottom of my garage door replaced and around the garage door. Uh, I had a threshold replaced on the door coming into the house just because there was so much cold air that was leaking in through there. And uh, in addition to that, I had my furnace inspected, uh, my boiler. I got a boil- I have a boiler in the house, and it's old. Uh, but boilers, you know, unless you lose the entire fire ring, they just don't go bad. They just keep going and going and going. Um, so I had that inspected yesterday, just cleaned up and everything to make sure it's good. And it's just one of those things you do. You know, you just would rather spend a hundred, two hundred bucks to do all the maintenance than have something catastrophic go bad, or at least find out what's about to go bad. 
And that way you don't have to deal with a cold house for three, four days because they always break down at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night or a Friday night, right? So that's why you want to get a hold of our friends at Every Plumbing and Heating out there. 